0: hello children here is an amazing story with the Baal Shem shemtov the Rebbe Rashab told that story he heard the story in a dream when the Rebbe Rashab was 14 years old his father called him over and says tomorrow is your birthday you're going to turn 15 and i'd like you to come early in the morning so we can study together a my mechassidus that's how you prepare for your birthday. You learn some chasidus, and then you daven differently, and you uh, do mitzvahs, and you are getting closer to Hashem. That's the best way to celebrate a birthday. So the Rebbe Rashab went to bed, and, when he, and he prepared his uh, maybe alarm clock. I don't know if he had an alarm clock, but... He made sure to get up early in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, so he can go quickly to his father's room and they would study together. But during the night, he had a very strange dream. He dreamt he was in a room and there was this big, long table. At the head of the table, there were two Tzaddikim Rabbanim who were sitting with long white beards. He did not know who they were. Next to them, on the right and on the left there were other rabanim, tzadikim, and then more on each side. He had no idea who they were. But then they did hear that each one of them said words of tair, a maimur or a And he remembered everything they said. One of them also told a story. <clears throat> now he woke up in the morning and he was, wow, I had this incredible dream. And he remembered everything they said. All the words of Torah that they spoke. He remembered everything. But he didn't have time to think about it because he needed to go to his father. His father was waiting for him to learn some maimah together. And he goes to his father's room and his father sits down and learns with him for a little while, for an hour, two hours. And then he tells him a few more things about about how to serve Hashem and how to daven, how to learn. And then suddenly... The father, the Rebbe Maharash, turns to his son whose birthday was that day. He turned 15 that day and he says to him, My son, what did you see in your dream last night? And when the Rebbe Hashab heard this, he started shaking. Oh, my father knows about it. His father knew, Baruch HaKedosh, that his son had this incredible dream. And he asked him, tell me what you saw in your dream. The Rebbe Hashab was so shaken he couldn't speak. Because he was so, wow, this is incredible. My father knows everything I, I saw in my dream. But then his father calmed him down and said, oh, come on, tell me, tell me tell, tell me everything you saw and I will explain to you things. And so the Rebbe Rashab told him that he saw, he was in a room with a huge long table and there were this two great tzaddikim sitting at the head of the table and next to them were other great tzaddikim. I don't know who they were, but they all said words of Torah and I remember everything they said. And his father said, so tell me what you heard. And the Rebbe Rishab told over everything he heard. And the father, Reb Rebbe Marash, told him, I'll tell you who they were. At the head of the table, there was the Baal Shem Tov, and next to him was the Magid, the Mezritch Magid. On the other side was the Alter Rebbe, and on the other side was the Mittel Rebbe and the Tzema and the Maharil, the son of the Tzema He gave him a whole list who was sitting at that table. And now he knew which Torah he heard from which tzaddik, from which Rebbe. In that dream, the Rebbe Rashab heard the Baal Shem Tov also tell a story. Baal Shem Tov told a story that happened to him when he was 20 years old. As we know, the Baal Shem Tov, when he was a little boy, he lost both his father and his mother. He was an orphan as a very young child. He had no family left. But he was very quickly invited to be part of a group, a very secret group of tzaddikim, because these tzaddikim knew that the Baal Shem Tov had a very, very holy neshama, a very great neshama, and they wanted him to be part of their group. And so he joined that group, and they took care of him. They learned with him, and he went from town to town, and as the Baal Shem Tov became older, I mean, he was twenty. He was already very, very involved in that group. That secret group of hidden tzaddikim had some very, very great tzaddikim, but they were all hidden. They didn't show to the to the other people to other people how great they were. They pretended they're very simple and ignorant people, but really they were huge, great tzaddikim, and they knew the whole Torah Bal by heart. These were great tzaddikim, but they wanted to go from town to town and they would speak to the simple people in the town and they would tell them how much Hashem loves them and how much Hashem loves when they do a mitzvah. They shouldn't feel bad that they're so ignorant and they don't know anything because Hashem loves them because when they do a mitzvah they do it with so much love and Hashem loves that. They should say to Tehillim even if they don't understand what the words mean, saying the words which they say with such excitement and love of Hashem is very very precious in hashem's eyes hashem loves those words of tehillim even if they don't know what they're saying and so these hidden tzaddik would go to different towns Right, they would spread out into different towns, and eat, and they would go to a town in the marketplace where all the simple people would hang out, and they would try to talk to them. They would gather groups and tell them stories from the Medrash, from the Gemara, and from the Zohar, and tell them stories about how much Hashem loves when he does a mitzvah and says says hilim, and, and it he really really feels close to Hashem. The Tov was twenty years old, and he was also part of that secret group nobody knew that the was really really a, a great tzaddik but he was doing his work the work that all the hidden Sadikim from his group would do and one day he says he and another tzaddik hidden tzaddik from that same group ended up in a city called brody brody is a city in uh, poland which is a big city and there's a huge big marketplace in the middle of the town and the Baal Shem Tov went there every day and would meet a lot of simple Jews that would do business and they would buy and sell things. But he would like encourage them, come, take a break from your business, come. I want to tell you guys a great story from the Gemara. And he would tell them these fantastic stories of how much Hashem loved when a Jew does a mitzvah simply because he loves Hashem. And he would tell them, you guys can do it too. You can do mitzvahs, you can learn, you can daven. And even if you're simple and you don't know much, Hashem loves it anyways. He says, on the third day that he was in the city of Brody, he went again to the marketplace to meet Jews and to find a group of Jews where he could tell them all kinds of good stories so they would be excited to do mitzvahs and to daven and say to him. And as he was talking to the people, Balshanta said I saw a sight, something completely unbelievable. I couldn't believe my eyes what I saw. I saw a man walking through the market carrying a huge bag of flour. It was so heavy, that bag was so heavy that the body of the man was bent over because of the weight of the bag. that was too much for him to carry. And the man was so skinny. He was so skinny. And his face was darkened from from dirt because he was working all day so hard. And there was sweat all over his face because he was carrying so heavy and so hard. It was very hard. He worked very hard. (coughs) But then... I saw something amazing on top of the head of this man, there was this huge pillar of light, a very unusual light. It wasn't a physical light that everybody can see. It was a very spiritual light that only great Sadiqim can see. It's a light that comes from Hashem, like Moshe Rabbeinu, when his face had a light and all the Jewish people couldn't look at his face. Remember that story in Chumash? The Moshe Rabbeinu came down from the mountain with the luchas and people couldn't look at him because his face was shining with such an incredible, pure, powerful light that they couldn't look at him. And and the Balshanta says, I saw a similar light on the head of this poor, simple man. And I couldn't couldn't understand, I've never seen such a bright, beautiful, powerful light. I've never seen anything like that. And I thought to myself, this must be a very great tzaddik who is pretending to be a simple person carrying heavy packages for people. But then I heard people calling him by his name. They call him Hirschel. His name was Hirschel. Some people were even laughing at him. Hirschel Tzig, Hirschel the goat, they would call him. Why would they call him hirschel the goat because hirschel i found out later had four goats this hirschel was living alone in a house in a small dilapidated house a house that's about to fall in and break down because he was very poor he lives at the edge of the town far away but the very end of the town and his wife died 10 years earlier his wife's name was rochaleah she was the daughter of Daniel. Reb Daniel was the guy who used to skin animals. He used to sell the skin of, of, of dead animals and make from them leather and stuff like that. And so his wife died 10 years early and he was living alone. And everybody knew that he had four goats. He also had two sons, but he, both his sons were in yeshivas. They were not home. And he didn't have much money so his, his wife's family took care of the sons. They gave them money, they gave them food. They took care of them. He was alone in this old, you know, falling down house with four goats. So everybody was convinced, everybody was sure that this Hirschel, he just loves goat milk so much that he bought four goats, and all the money he earns during the day from schlepping such heavy, heavy, heavy packages, he. He buys food for the goats so they would give him a lot of milk because he loves so much goat milk. That's what everybody understood. That's what everybody thought. The Bashem looked at Hirshel Tzig. Tzig in Yiddish means a goat. Hirshel the goat. And when everybody would call him Hirshel, Hirshel, Hirshel Tzig, Hirshel the goat, you go, oh, come on carry well, carry this really well. Come on, go on. And he would answer everybody with a friendly smile. Yes, thank you, thank you. May Hashem bless you too. And people would laugh at him, this old poor Herschel that loves goat milk so much. And there's these little goats, uh, you know, living in his house. It was so funny. People thought it was funny, but he didn't care. He always was very nice and friendly and smiled to everybody. And then the Baal Shem Tov saw this incredible light. Of course, nobody else in the market could see this light. It's a light that only great Tzaddikim can see. But he has never seen such a bright light before. Even amongst Tzaddikim, he didn't see such a big light. Maybe only very, very, very big Tzaddikim. But this, shall the goat, maybe it's really a hidden Tzaddik. So he went and asked his friends, Rebbe Frayim, I asked him whether they knew, maybe this Hirschel is a member of our secret group, and I don't know about him, but maybe he's a member because he could be as could a be tzaddik nistar, a hidden tzaddik. And he said, no, we don't know him. He's not part of our group. So the well, Walshantar tried to sneak up on him and follow him every day to see, maybe he's hiding and doing something like, when nobody sees, he davens and learns like a big tzaddik. But no, he's really a simple person. So it bothered the Bashanta. Why does he have this incredible light? What special thing did he do to deserve such an incredible bright light coming from Hashem onto his head? The Bashanta said, I was so bothered that I started davening. And in those days, he says, when I asked something from Hashem, Hashem always gave me what I wanted. But this time he did not answer me. I did not know what, what makes Herschel the tzig, Hirschel tzig, Hirschel the goat, so special. I decided I need to know and I'm going to fast. When you fast and you really daven in a special way and you're asking of Hashem to help you. So he fasted for three days straight. Didn't eat for three days and he davened a lot. Hashem should help him. He should find out who this Hirshal is. Why is there this incredible light over his head? At the end of the three days, the end of it after mincha on the third day it was towards the end the balshenta came out of shul just when they finished mincha and he sees hershel walking hershel tzig is walking in the streets balshenta walked over to him and says hershel reb hershel you know i'm very hungry i haven't eaten in a few days and i think and i feel very weak i think a cup of goat milk would help me a lot can you sell me a cup of goat milk please and Hirschl said to Boshen, "Oh no, don't worry. Come to my house. I'll give you a cup of goat milk. Don't worry. You don't have to pay anything. You don't pay anything. Uh, it's a big mitzvah to doach nosas orchim to invite guests to your house and feed them for free. I'm not going to take any money. Come, come." And the followed him. They walked for a whole hour because Hirschlzig lived at the very end of the town. It was the poorest. Pl- a section of the town was the poorest area of the town where all the poor people lived. There was a l- tiny little street full of mud and dirt, and that's where he lived. And they walked all the way to the edge of the town till they came to his house. And Bar saw the house. The roof was like, had holes, like the rain could come through the roof because it was big openings in the roof. The rain, all the rain could come in onto the floor inside his, his dining room. And the windows were all broken, with big holes in the windows. And when Herschel opened up the door to his house, you could hear the goats cry with joy, and they, would, and they ran up to Herschel and licked his hands and his feet, because they loved him so much, and he loved his goats too. Belshem came in, and he sat down, Herschel uh, sat down right away to milk his goats, and gave the Belshem one cup of milk. Belshem drank the milk, and he davened in that house, stayed there a whole night, and towards the morning, Herschel Tsig told the Bal that he wants to tell him his secret. He has a secret that he hasn 't told anybody, but he has going to tell it to him. What is the secret? Pasantov sat down, and Hischel sat down to him and told him the following story: My wife, Leah was a very big tzedakah. she spent her whole life since she's a little girl she would go to visit all the sick people that are in the city every sick jew if somebody was jewish and sick she would go and visit them she would go and visit a woman that gave birth just had a baby and they, and they were sick because when you have a baby you get a little bit sick She would go visit them, make food for them, and take care of their kids, help them out, especially the poor families. Poor families and sick people that were very poor. She would go and visit them and cook food for them and take care of them and give them some some different medicines to help them get better. She did this every day, a whole day long, from morning to night. And then she died 10 years ago. I was left alone because my sons went to yeshiva and I didn't have anybody. And then a few days after she died, she came to me in a dream and she said to me, my dear husband, Herschel, when I came up there in Shamaim after my neshaman went away from this world, they took me straight to Gan Eden. Why? Because there, in Shemayim, they, f- they, they, uh, they consider doing kindness with other people as one of the greatest things you can do being kind to others, being kind to the sick visiting the sick and helping them, and helping poor people poor families that are sick that is considered so special, Hashem loves it so much, and for that because I all my life, that's what I did. I, I was taken straight to Ghanaian. And she said to her husband, and Hirschel saying, she's told me that I should do the same thing. I should buy a few goats, and from the goat milk, I should bring to sick people, and sick families, and help them. And hopefully the goat milk will make them feel better. Hirschel says, I bought four goats and all my money that I make in the market from schlepping these very heavy, heavy bags, I take that money and buy food for the goats. Now, people thought that Herschel loved goat milk and that's why he has four goats, but they didn't know his secret. He actually didn't need the milk for himself. He took the milk and brought it to sick families. That's what he did with the milk, but he didn't tell anybody. He did it quietly, secretly. Nobody would know. He says, for 10 years I've been taking this milk and every evening when I come home, I milk my goats and I take the milk to all kinds of families that are sick and that are poor and they need help. And Hashem helps me because I give them my milk and they get better. For my milk they get better. Now Hirschel continues and tells the Baal to last night my wife came again to me in a dream. And she said to me, listen, Herschel, tomorrow, when you meet a man later after Mincha, he'll ask you for something. He'll ask you for a cup of milk. Take him with you to your house and tell him your secret. Tell him what you're doing with the milk of those goats. I want this man to know because this man is gonna save you. He's gonna make you into a new person He's going to make you into someone who's a Talmud Chacham. You're going to become a big Talmud Chacham and a big tzaddik. So him, you should invite to your house and tell him he's the only person you should tell the secret. And Hirshel said, "You, the Balshemtov, you're the only person I ever told that secret. That I'm using the goat milk to help people. I'm not really drinking the goat milk myself." The Balshemtov said, "Wow, that's an amazing story." Your wife came to your dream last night and told you to talk to me? So the Baal Shem Tov asked his friends, the other tzaddikim, hidden tzaddikim, and they said, yes, we have an um, instruction from our leader, Adam, the holy tzaddik, Adam Shem, that we should take Hirshel into our group and teach him Torah till he becomes a big Talmud Chacham and a big tzaddik. And so the Baal Shem Tov told Hirschel, you should come with us, you'll become a member of our group, and we'll teach you Torah until you become a big Talmud Chacham and a big Tzadik. And for five years, Hirschel went and wandered around with all these tzaddikim, and they taught him a lot of Torah. He became a different person. He became a big Tzadik, a Balruach HaKodesh. He became like a holy person. And of course, the Baal understood why he saw such a big light over the head of Herschel in the market, because Herschel did so many mitzvahs, and nobody knew about it. And people were even laughing at him, and he didn't care. And thus, he gave this a great light that would made him have such a huge, bright, beautiful, incredible light. But now Herschel was a different person. Now he was at Al-Methochem and at Sadiq. And eventually, he moved to Anipoli and he became a big tzaddik there. He, he, he helped and saved many sick people with his davening and with his uh, uh, brachas. Until one day, he wandered. He was traveling to a city and he passed through a town called Ostropolia. He came to the city of Ostropolia. Say Ostropolia, Ostropolia. He came to Ostropolia, but nobody knew who he was. He didn't tell them who he was, and he acted like a poor person, like all these simple poor people that, uh, you know, was traveling through the city. And he died. He died in Ostropolia, while he was traveling through the city, and nobody knew who he was. And it was a very rainy day and a lot of winds and storm on the day that he died. So very few people went to the funeral, to the Leviath, to bury him. Only a minion, 10 people went and they buried him. Says the Baal Shem Tov in the story that in Shomayim there was a huge commotion, a big commotion. (coughs) How come a city of Ostrapoli did not bury such a tzaddik like Hirschel with great honor Everybody in the city should have gone to the cemetery and bury him together to give him a lot of honor. The more people, the greater the honor. So the malachim who were the the strict malachim, the harsh malachim, the malachim that wanted to get the city of Astripali into trouble, they almost succeeded at bringing a very bad decree against that city of Astripali they would have been killed because of what they did that they didn't give enough honor to Herschel the Baal Shem Tov said I and my friends the other Tzaddikim Daven very hard to help defend and protect the people of Ostrapali but it didn't work in the end there was a huge announcement make room make room make room in the heavens in Shemaim, and in front of the best in from Shemaim came the neshama of rochaleah the daughter of the Rabdaniel. this was the wife of Herschel. and when she came she was followed by tens and thousands of neshamas and malachim that followed her and she came in front of the bezdin of Shamaim and she said to them I can't believe that we're going to punish a city astropoli. They didn't even know who my husband was. How could they know that he was a tzaddik? He acted like a simple person, like somebody who's poor and ignorant and doesn't know anything. Why would they think? In fact, they did a good job. Ten people buried him without asking for money. They didn't charge him anything, so they did the right thing. And if you punish the city of Oshchipali, it will be a punishment for my husband because you're punishing them because of him. He'll be hurt if you punish them. And with that, all the malachim that tried to criticize Oshchipali got quiet. And the city of Oshchipali was saved. Now, this is the end of the story that the Baal Shem Tov told in the dream of the Rebbe Hashab. And what we learn from this story, how important it is to be nice to another person, to be kind to another person. When you're in the class, and you see a boy or a girl in your class, that's not so happy. Or the other children are not nice to her or to him. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna go over to this child, and you're gonna go and say, I wanna be your friend. You can be nice to them. You're gonna share some of your sweets with them. Make them feel better. Hashem loves it like the, like Leah, the wife of she did this all her life she was kind to other people she helped people that needed her help and look what she got such a reward in Shomayim all the malachim got quiet when she started speaking because everybody respected her because she was such a tzaddikist so now that's that let's get ready let's get ready let's do more mitzvahs let's be let's try to do something nice someone else do a good thing do something kind okay when you see a boy needs help go over to him help him tell him i'm your friend